Bama's on an off week, but there's no shortage of huge college football games. And wow, Jamar Chase injury. That hurts my heart. Let's see how this affects the rest of the year. This is huge for both the Bengals and the entire league right now. Roll the intro. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Wednesday Show. Good morning, afternoon, Astro. evening. I'm Garrett. This is the new Wednesday Show. Yeah. Welcome back to the new Wincy Show with the hardest intro in all of sports media. It is your boy, G Money. I'm back with some major updates with literally everything going on, both college and NFL football, here to get you ready for this weekend. And to start off, before we get into everything going on with our Cincinnati Bengals sitting right up behind me, um, we have some big college football games. Uh, after Alabama absolutely molly uh, Mississippi State, uh, easy cover, um, hard coming off of a, a loss like we did with Tennessee. And honestly, I am still a little concerned about some of the stuff that is going on with just stuff at most of our positions, most if not all, um, at least defensively uh, with Alabama. I just I still think they're probably the most dominant team in college football right now. We had a poor game against Tennessee, and really it's just any given Saturday that's, that's really going to happen. You have to be ready for that. So, excuse me. Uh, with that being said, that comeback win against Mississippi State, I think we're back on track. Still think we're going to win the SEC West. Uh, the only competition we have is uh, Ole Miss right now, and we have to beat them in a head-to-head. Uh, so if we can go and solidify that and just continue to uh, win, on, win on, win out maybe, um, if Bama can win out, I think we have a good chance at going into the SEC championship and doing something, uh, doing something really special and something that a lot of people aren't really hoping for. But uh, what – Personally, I'm hoping for because I obviously as a student uh, going to the University of Alabama, I want all that to happen. I want us to go to the playoffs and I want us to win another natty. Um, So that's just my personal uh, wants and needs. But uh, for everyone else, I'm sure you're way more inclined with more um, Big Ten or if you're a UC fan, UC football. And there is no... There is no better day than Saturday, other than maybe Ohio State-Michigan, than this game that we have this Saturday, which is Ohio State at Penn State. So that's going to be a crazy game. Huge Big Ten matchup, obviously. Huge top 15 matchup, uh, which is even bigger and more important because when you have two teams in the top 15, no matter what the outcome is, one of their rankings will change whether or not it's Penn State somehow pulling up the upset against Ohio State and Ohio State drops a lot, or if Ohio State beats Penn State, Penn State probably will drop out of the top 15, and that's even losing to a really good number two Ohio State team. So with that being said, I think this matchup is really important, especially for the grand scheme of how things are going for the college football playoff. Right now, C.J. Stroud looks to be like a lock for Heisman um, through these past couple weeks. 
uh, especially with the Bama loss. Hennon Hooker doesn't really look like he's going to compete with C.J. Stroud right now in that position. Personally, if I'm looking at that from my uh, from my perspective, and I don't really think it's close. Um, I just think C.J. Stroud has been playing really well and been playing well to the point where no one else has really been touching him other than Bryce, but Bryce still has that loss that's going to affect uh, affect the way that people are voting for Heisman's. And if C.J. Stroud and the Buckeyes can continue to stack wins, and I know that I say that a lot for a lot of different teams, but, I mean, that's what you really have to do in these schemes or in, like, these college football playoff prediction schemes and all those, like, predictions and probabilities and all that stuff. The only way you can actually solidify a chance to get into the playoffs and win a national championship is just to win. And it looks like Ohio state has done nothing short of that. I think they've looked really impressive this year. Uh, Their strength of schedule is not as strong as I would hope for them to be. And their scores haven't really shown that they've beat anyone of substance to a pulp yet. And yeah, they're continuing continuing to win games, but this is the game this weekend, Ohio State, Penn State, that will be huge for both programs, uh, no matter who gets the win. And I think it would honestly solidify the top top two, maybe even one position for Ohio State if they can manage to pull this off and even win in a dominant fashion, maybe even covering going into uh, Happy Valley. So if uh, Ohio State can come out with that win, that's going to be huge. Uh, shake up the standings a little bit. Maybe drop Georgia to two because speaking of other big matchups, you have the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, a.k.a. Georgia, Florida, this weekend. And honestly, that's always a good game. Any SEC rivalry like that is going to be a great game. And if Florida can go and maybe make it a little closer than Georgia wants because Florida's unranked, And if Georgia can get a little bit uncomfortable in that game and Florida can make them feel uncomfortable, maybe they, maybe they don't get the win, but maybe they make them feel uncomfortable and they expose a couple of their weaknesses, something like that. And and let's say Ohio state blows out Penn state, maybe Ohio state jumps to that one spot and uh, Georgia drops to two. And then maybe even, or maybe even Georgia drops to three and Tennessee bumps up to two and Ohio state to one. Um, but other, anyway, it's just, there's so much that could happen with all these games. And I think it's really important for us to look forward to that and make sure we're paying attention to all those. And speaking of, if you're looking forward to draft season, make sure you're looking to find a, another offensive line piece from either Georgia, Florida, or not Florida, Georgia, Ohio state or Alabama, or I was thinking in mock drafts, um, something that we could look forward to right now is, let's say, Jameer Gibbs drops to our pick, which I really don't think he will. Um, there are a lot of running backs in college football right now that could drop to our spot, who I think would w- work really well in our offense, but that's something more in, more in the later uh, later sense of the season. But honestly... Picture this right now. The way that Alabama runs their offense, right? With Jameer Gibbs, he is a threat not only running the ball, but 
in the passing game. He has great hands, the ability to make space, the ability to go and chop up defenses. He can go and I, you saw him against uh, Arkansas. He busted off two gigantic runs and he was a threat in the passing game. He has great ball skills. He has the ability to pick up blocks. He's done, he's great in the backfield. He's great. Like Alabama's offense is borderline Bengals offense when it comes to RPOs and stuff like that. Now I may not like Bill O'Brien's play calling because I don't, but I think Jameer Gibbs, if he can, if we can either move our pick up or if, if Jameer can drop all the way to the Cincinnati Bengals, that would be a perfect fit into our offense. Because honestly, uh, after hearing Tony Pike say that Joe Mixon was a little bit pouty, or I don't really want to get his quote mixed up, but uh, Joe has like his production's been fine. I'm not worried about Joe Mixon's production. I'm worried about his health and his ability conti- to continue to be explosive. And if you are like we've already paid Joe, and I get that, and I don't necessarily think that we need to do anything heinous with him or his contract, but I do think we need to consider bringing Jameer Gibbs in or start looking at him uh, because obviously at all 32 NFL teams are going to look at a Jameer Gibbs because he is just a game changer. He is, he has single-handedly carried Alabama to over half of their wins this year easily. He's our most explosive player on offense right now. And outside of Bryce young, he's probably the best player on the field on offense uh, when, when it all is said and done. And that's with all of our uber talented receivers. And honestly, I I don't really think our receiving core ha- is as good as it has in the past. But Alabama receivers always find a way to be very, very, very efficient, very, very, very good. Uh, I just don't think that there's any better player on the field than Jameer Gibbs when Alabama comes out on offense. I mean, you're scheming around him. You're trying to make sure that he is limited in his offensive uh, offensive. Um, what's the word production offensive production. He it's insane. If I, if I had his stats up next to me, I would read them off to you. I don't know where I put them, but he, the way that he even runs the football, he's just in, in my opinion. And that's with watching Najee Harris for so long. I think he's better than Najee Harris was in college. And I love Najee. Najee is one of my favorite players um, of Alabama and the, in the last couple of years, I'd say my favorite is probably Devonte because he's easily the greatest receiver to come out of college in the past. However long, I mean, he was absolutely dominant off on, on the field and he, he's just going to find a way to beat you. But back to Jameer, I mean, he's just, uh, he's just a guy who's going to beat you. I mean that there's no other way to say it. And somebody who's just going to beat you, and if you put him on the offense of the Cincinnati Bengals, that brings a whole nother element to our offense because not only would we have the Migos fully healthy, but we would have an incredible running back in Jameer Gibbs, who's not only good at running the football, which anyone could be able to see with their own two eyes. Even if they're blind, they could probably figure out that Jameer Gibbs is a good runner of the football. But not only that, Joe Burrow is having to be forced to be patient And if you can get Jameer in the flats and in space and give him the ability to move the ball around at his own pace, he's such a fast, big, strong runner who 
has great acceleration. He'll be able to extend plays and he doesn't ever usually go down on first contact. So I'm just, I'm just saying personally, I think one of our uh, first round picks, if we're able to trade for a couple other first round picks, I think it would be smart for us to go get Jameer Gibbs. Or if any of you would just like to look at the start of it, but moving on, uh, we do have a Jamar Chase injury and that is, Super, 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 uber screwed up for our offense, obviously, going into uh, Cleveland this Monday night for Halloween. And I, the only thing that I'll say right now is that we have two other wide receiver ones on our team and they need to step up because we can cry and whine and moan all we want about how we're not going to replace Jamar. And yeah, you're right. You're never going to replace Jamar Chase. It's never going to happen. You're never going to be able to have that explosiveness on offense that you would with a Jamar Chase. However, T. Higgins is a big boy. Tyler Boyd is a veteran. Hayden Hurst, a veteran. Joe Mixon, a veteran. Joe Burrow, best quarterback in the league right now, in my opinion. Even above Josh Allen, PFF graded since week one, he is better than Josh Allen. And I think that is apparent. I think he turns the ball over less. I think he's less risky. I think Josh is just a better athlete than Joe, but I think Joe is just going to kill you. He's going to make the better throw and he's going to get you in a position to win every time. He's just going to, he's going to will it. And I think with that offense and this team wants to beat. Cleveland so bad. They know what this means. They know what this division win means. They know what this entire thing calls for. And so with this weekend being so important and this Monday being so important for the Cincinnati Bengals because Baltimore just beat a uh, a bad Tampa Bay team on the road. And if you can go and get another road win, you're still up there. You're obviously not in first with a tiebreaker with Baltimore, but you're still right on, you're right there. You're a half a game behind Baltimore. And if you can just get, excuse me, if you can just get like, this is, this is the stretch that you need to capitalize. And with Jamar being out for four to six weeks, and maybe if put on, if he gets put on IR four games minimum, I mean, you do have a, a small stretch of games where you're expecting to go and make big leaps and you still have to make big leaps, even with the Jamar absence right now. And honestly, you're going to have to figure out a way to win. You're going to have to figure out, uh, you're not going to have the explosive plays anymore. You're not going to be able to go over top. You're not going to be able to take the top. Like you're not going to be able to have explosive plays. You're not going to have a 20 yard, back shoulder pass on the sideline to go and turn up being a 60 yard touchdown anymore. That's not going to happen unless you throw a deep to T and he gets pretty wide open. You're not going to do it unless you scheme Tyler Boyd in the middle of the field again. You're not going to be able to do that unless you scheme it correctly because you don't have that Jamar chase where you can just take the top off of the defense and throw it up. F it. Jamar chase is down there somewhere. Like you have, you're going to have, we're going to have to be more efficient on the offensive side of the ball. And, Defense is going to have to step up. The defense is going to have to play elite, lights out, incredible, no questions asked. They're going to have to be elite. And that's the recipe to win on Monday night. I don't really think there's any question about it. This Browns defense is beat up. 
underperforming. You have to go into a bad team's home and kick them while they're down, and that's what good teams are going to do. If you're not going to be able to do that on Monday, then I don't know what we're. I don't know what the next steps are for this team. But we just have to go out and capitalize and get a win. We have to will this win into our hands. And Joe Burrow hasn't beat the Browns yet, and I think he's well aware of that. And there is nothing that would be more sweet than on a Monday night Halloween game to go into Cleveland, Ohio, get your first division win of the year, continue to solidify your name in the AFC North running. I still think we have a chance to win the AFC North, even with Jamar Chase out for four to six weeks. We're just going to have to win games and make sure that we're going to continue to just dominate. So after stacking these two wins in a row, I think we can continue to say that this Bengals team is on the upward trend. And if you can continue to execute plays and have T and Tyler and Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon step up, maybe even a Mike Thomas, Trent Taylor type of guy. I know that the locked on Bengals guys were talking about who our fourth and fifth guys on the receiver lineup are, but I mean, they have to, they're going to have to step up. You're going to have to make a play and you're going to have to have more long sustaining drives and you're not going to be able to strike over the top of defenses this week, even with Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and that Browns defense not performing up to their standards because this is a division matchup and no matter what, they're going to bring their A game. So you're going to have to be able to be better than the person across from you. You're going to have to be able to step up, make your plays, make your checks, and just be the better team on Monday. And if you can do that and we can get a win, I think we're going to be on a good track for the rest of the season. And that being said, uh, I think that wraps up the show for today. I really appreciate all of you for tuning in. Please make sure to follow me at new Wincy show and me personally at new Wincy G on Twitter and make sure you follow everybody at the Cincinnati pod network. Everybody, uh, everybody else with Zim and ACE and everyone going on, there as well so thank you so much i appreciate all of you for tuning in good morning afternoon evening to whenever you listening whenever you are listening to this i appreciate everyone who's tuned in who day let's get this win on monday night let's make sure we get the prime time lights under us because we know those Bengals play better under the lights and good night